On today's episode of More Important Issues, we look at the Vol basketball game versus Wake Forest and Sanford from this past week. We look at some recruiting news as we wrapped up early signing period on Friday. We also look at our offensive coordinator search. We look at the bowl games, which we maybe, unfortunately, are not participating in. We also, our today's segments include Most Important of the Week and Fail of the Week. More Important Issues is brought to you by MyBookie. Guys, it's bowl season. I know you know it. You've been listening to the podcast. You know this stuff, but there's no better time to check out MyBookie, guys. Don't be the one sitting on the sideline while everyone else is betting on their record. 41 bowl games, including the semifinals and national championships. A national championship, singular, coming up January 7th. It really is the most wonderful time of the year. Make sure you're ready for the daily action by signing up at MyBookie today. They pay fast when you win. Where you bet is just as important as who you're betting on. If you want to make some money during bowl season, head over to MyBookie. If you join now, MyBookie will offer you a 50 to 50% deposit bonus. Just make sure you have to use the promo code ISSUE. It's promo code ISSUE, I-S-S-U-E, when you activate the offer. Head on over to MyBookie today, guys. You play, you win, you get paid. Read it, did to do, and welcome into more important issues. It is Sunday, December 23rd. I'm Caleb Mitchell. Joining me, Landon Raby. How, how are you guys doing? You made it. You haven't really had to celebrate much yet, have you? No, not really. I'll celebrate tomorrow. Tomorrow's a big day. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's, it's, it's Grandma's birthday, so we do Christmas on pretty much on the 24th. Wow, kind of sucks for Grandma having to get... Uh, Gifts for everybody on her birthday? Yeah, we call her one day older than Jesus. Like, so like, when Jesus died or like, she's like 2019 years old. She will be. She's old. Will she be 2019 or will she be like 36, however old Jesus was when he died? Mm. Or is it her 21st birthday? She can be 21 if she wants. That's my favorite. I don't have a problem. That's my favorite, um, how do I put this politely, old woman joke on their birthday? Happy 25th birthday. It's my favorite one. Yeah. All the ladies love it. Oh, yeah. It's they like, love it. They eat that They eat that up. Old mm. ladies love to be flirted with. They do. They flirt back hard. They do. All the ladies that listen to this podcast, I know you agree. All the ladies that show up at our tailgates. <laughs> Moms drink free. They do. Moms drink free. Always. Always. Not just at tailgates, but mainly at tailgates. Yeah. Maybe not at the bar that you go to. You can ask the manager. I don't know. He might tell you mom's drink free. He might. It's worth asking. Right. You can say no. What's the worst thing he can say? Right. No. And then you just get some other dude to buy your drink. Because yeah, you're a so woman you and you can do that. do drink free. Yeah. But just try with the bar first. Don't make us waste our good, good yeah. earned money. Just. It's crazy, like, how much men would actually, like, throw money at a woman just because... I mean, this isn't like a stripper joke, but um, throw money at a woman just because like she flirts with him just a little bit. Yeah. It's pretty insane. Yeah. Think about how many bars function. Like I'm too cheap to do that. They're open because of it. Yeah. I mean, most of the bars in America. Yeah, because, of that, because that's the case. Yeah. That's why they don't have covers for girls. Yeah, exactly. Sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... Hey, do your thing. 
That's what it takes to get girls in your bar. I mean, at least I don't have to pay for me and my wife. To you do know that's like the crappy bars, though. Not the crappy ones. You know that's the one that, like, crappy's not the right word. But it doesn't have anything good selling it. So they're like, well, I guess we get girls in here. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. They're like, yeah, yeah, th- that'll do. Girl, girls, girls in for free. So, like, the four girls that you see going in, you follow them. And then you walk in and you realize the ratio is still somehow 80-20. And you're like, oh, well, this is a bummer. So do you think they run into, like, transgender stuff? I don't know. I don't like, know how that works. That's that's a battle I wouldn't want to fight. No. I'm surprised. That maybe when someone's like, I'm a woman, they're like, all right, whatever. And we're, not going, <laughs> we're not getting on the news for that one. No, heck no. Yeah, I don't pick know. Pick your battles, I guess. Didn't think about that. No idea. It's weird. Google that. Yeah, it's worth, it's worth a Google. I'm not going to Google Yeah, that. Google just transgender. <laughs> See what comes up. No, it's not. <laughs> Hi, Bruce. Um, I had I had something on top of my head, tip of my tongue. You distracted me with that. But yesterday it was a, it was thought provoking. Was that on the tip of your tongue? Th- that was not on the tip of my tongue, but I you know I'm excited to get into that just because once again a Tennessee team taking care of business. It's nice to see very comfortably against their third ACC opponent this year, and they beat them comfortably. I mean. It's kind of weird going into Tennessee games and, like, what should happen happens. Yeah. Like, that's – well, I guess that's how it did go this football season, but just in the negative way. Right. So, it's happening in the positive way. Right. So, that's good. I mean, you know, normally it's like, oh, we're going to get beat by 65 by Alabama. Oh, okay, we got beat by 65. That was cool. Mm-hmm. Now it's like it's all happening in the positive way, and that was a good team win. We had four starters and double digits. Double digits. Yeah, and only five turnovers the whole yeah. entire game. So, and two were in like the first like couple minutes. Yeah, I I didn't get to watch the game. I had to listen. I was at work. I did listen, and you know, me you know, Bob Kesson's not going to paint the perfect picture for you. So, it was it was tough. It was tough to listen to. I will say that. Um, sounded like we got started a little slow, but mm-hmm. took us a minute, and then finally we get out and get out in front and in. You know, Vols fashion, we don't really let up. We were, I think, just under 40% in the first half um, from the field. And didn't, you know, I think what everybody said, we they didn't think we were playing great. Then you look at it and you're 40%. Can't be really, can't be really uh, upset about it. And then uh, you're over 50% in the second half in the field. Can't be upset about it at all. I think we were held to 1-3. Uh, in the first half, and we only shot like three of them. So yeah. we're just taking what we can get, and that that that's good to see. And then Kyle Alexander almost didn't miss a shot. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, nine for ten from the field. Um, you know, eight rebounds, one block, one steal, um, nineteen points. You, you saw Grant Williams after the game kind of joke about because Kyle Alexander's never had twenty points. No. Um, and he misses a late free throw. To keep him at 19. And his missed shot should have been a dunk, right? That's what that's what Rick Barnes said. It, it probably was. He said, because I, I think he missed a layup. It was. He missed yep. a layup. Yep, he missed a layup. And Rick Barnes said he should have dunked it. An so. easy layup. Yeah. Um. So almost perfect from, from the field Um. until that. But 
uh, I mean, it was nice to see Kyle Alexander getting a lot of points, especially against a team, you know, like Wake Forest, who should give him some more trouble. Um, mm-hmm. You know, a big a power five team like that should have the guys to give him trouble, and he played fun, he played great. Almost had double uh, double digits in the rebound category as well. Um, and I think we talked about this on Monday about how we don't think it's going to be Schofield all year. It's probably going to be more of Grant, and when Grant can't do it, Schofield, you know, because they're taking away Grant Williams. Seems mm-hmm. like Wake Forest tried to take away Schofield, and then Grant Williams just filled on in with 22 points and 10 rebounds. Yeah, and he, he could do whatever he wanted in the paint. Yeah. There, there was no stopping him. And I, I want to give a shout-out to Jordan Bone. He has played lights out. Yeah, I don't know what's gotten into him, but it's awesome to see. Yeah. Um, so, in the last two games, he's had 42 points, 16 assists, only two turnovers in the 71 minutes. Just wow. Yeah, he's he's played incredible. He's played what we need we what we needed out of a guard the last two years. And I think he's had like over the past five games, he's had thirty eight assists. Right. Um so he, he's just playing lots out. He's the quickest one on the floor. He's keeping his eyes up where he's able to find guys down low. Um and then he's not afraid to take it to the hole. There was one time yesterday that he got the ball down down the court, it was four on one, and they just gave him a lane and he took it. Even though it was there was four on one, you know he saw an opening and you know made him pay for weak defense, right? So it, like you said, we started kind of slow early, but we got in a little bit of foul trouble, and we went zone, and our zone just like destroyed them, like they had no answer for our zone, which is interesting because yeah. we don't really play that good a zone, especially what we have in this season. Yeah, I think the times that we that it's just looked really bad was when Kyle Alexander isn't in there. Mm-hmm. That's when you like I just I don't know how it was yesterday. I don't know if we played fine with when he wasn't in the game, but normally it's when Fulgerson gets in there and is in the middle that we cannot play that zone at all because he's not quick enough, not long enough to really defend that by himself. Where Kyle Alexander kind of yeah he, he can take up a lot of the paint he, with he his arms. He didn't play a lot yesterday. He got into early foul trouble and didn't really. You know, make his presence felt in the game. Jalen Johnson came in and made the most of his nine minutes and had right. two uh, threes, a couple assists, and that that one assist. Rick Barnes said that was his best play was the assist. Yeah, um, yeah. I saw I saw where he got in and, and hit. I think he both of his uh, threes were on the catch too. Um, I believe again, not a great. I, I cannot stand listening to Bob Kessling. There was there was one time we went through two timeouts. And, I mean, it had to be like three or four minutes of play and say the score once. Yeah. I'm like, can you please just tell us what the score is? Right. Like, he signed off and didn't give us a score. I was and like, then, and then Schofield um, only had two points at halftime, and then, you know, he, he got involved late. And you just love to see that. You love to see this team, like, not have to utilize everybody for every half. Yeah. Um, but when you need those guys to step up, they're always there. Right. So and I think that what that's what makes this team one of the top teams in the country is they don't need, you know, Schofield to go score ten points every half. Right. You know, he, he's able to keep it to a minimum. And Grant's the same way. He didn't need to score that much. You have guys like Kyle Alexander and Jordan Bone that's able to, you know, score on their own right now. I need to double check it. I think Grant had nineteen in the first half and only three in the second, I believe. I think he had seventeen at halftime. Seventeen? Okay. Something, something like that. I mean, the large majority of his points came yes, in the yes, first half. It was. It was something. Yeah, 17 points, yeah. Mm. So, um, 
Yeah, I mean, like you mentioned, that this team's ability to share the ball, and a lot of that's been kind of based around, obviously, what Jordan Bone does at point guard. And he even talked about it. He said, we didn't get into a groove fast, and he blames it on himself because it's his job to get everybody comfortable. Um, I won't go as far to say that. I mean, if that's his criticism for himself, that means he's just going to get better from it. Um, but he he's played a lot better. It's obviously reflected on the team as a whole, playing a lot better. Um you know, one thing you mentioned was foul trouble. I don't know if it's just our physicality is never going to help us out or if, I, you know, once we start getting into – SEC refs are terrible, so I don't expect it to get better. Mm-hmm. But, you know, they should know what you're going to get out of this team every week. We don't change the way we play. I'd like to see something get fixed about it. I mean, I'm not saying – Grant has at least one dumb foul in him a game. Fulgerson has like three dumb fouls in him a game. Um, Pons is going to foul – I mean, those guys are going to foul you. Just trying to make – I mean, focusing because he's out of control. <laughs> Grant, because he just wants to make a play so bad that he gets – I think he gets frustrated a lot. But, yeah. I don't know. I'm, I'm curious to see if the fouls ease up on us any. Yeah, I, I, I want to see more from Pons. Um, you know, he had some quick fouls the other day and kind of got him out of the out of the game pretty quickly. But he's, he's kind of out of control as well, especially on the offensive end. Yeah. Um, you know, when he gets the ball, he I – don't, I don't feel – if it's not an open shot for him, I don't feel like he knows exactly what to do with it. Yeah, we've got to find something to do with him. I mean, obviously he gives us so much defensively. Yeah. That's obvious. But a starter with zero points, that's not ideal. Right. Um, you want you want more valuable minutes on both ends of the floor. Um, Bowden able to come in again. He played more than Pons. Um, we talked about that last week. And, uh, I mean, Bowden didn't really do a ton except at the free throw line. But, I mean, he's drawing fouls. So, I guess yeah. that's, you know, something to be said about that. Um, definitely need more from that, too. Again, you want to get Lamonte Turner healthy because you know he's going to score that position. Yeah. So, Rick Barnes said that's up to him. I don't know exactly what that means. I'm assuming that means it's probably more of a mental hurdle. Um, getting back into practice and how you feel, I don't I mean, he didn't elaborate any more than saying he said he wants him back by the 29th, but that's up to Lamonte. So, I don't know. Ho- hopefully, you get in for the t- at least some minutes in the Tech game. Shoot a little bit in a live game before we get into SEC play. Yeah. that I mean, again, I think that's ideal. I don't, we'll see. Um, possibly moving up in the rankings, too, this yeah, week. With Kansas loss. Looks like we could. You know, you could move to number two. Uh, probably, I mean, if – Michigan was going to be ahead of us. They should have been ahead of us last week. Mm-hmm. Like you, sh- if you win, you shouldn't get bumped back down. If you take care of business, and one of those were well, yeah, you played well. That was before the last poll release, but you played at Memphis, so you yeah. played your true true road game. Yeah, that's all we needed to get us in the top twenty-five. Yeah. Apparently, right. I bet that dude since Can- what if that dude who had Kansas out of his top twenty-five for being undefeated. Wait, that dude sells a job? Yeah, I don't know how. But what if he put, I mean, even though Kansas lost their first true road game, what if he just put them at number one because he thought they were the best team in the country? But he needed them to play a true road game first. Yeah, they just, they didn't have to win. They just <laughs> had to play one. Exactly. Exactly. I guess. Um, yeah, coming up next, though, after Christmas is Tech for the Vols. Um, again, I hope they don't, you know, a bunch of guys going home for Christmas. So hopefully – you don't lose a step, and that's good that you get to you get to play Tech before SEC play, coming back from break. Um, so hopefully, don't lose much of much of a step there. I mean, don't expect them to. This team, 
this team seems to, you know, respond to what not seems to, they obviously do respond well to what Barnes has. And uh, like Jordan Bone saying how much better, you know, after a 20-point victory over a ACC opponent, says how much better this team can be and how much better they need to get. Like, And it could have been 30. Yeah. I think we are up by 30 at one point. So, to, yeah, to hear them saying that, like, it's very obvious. They've bought into what he's selling and, you know, they truly believe it. And the way they're playing, I mean, we're, we're the uh, – we have the most assists in the country right now, I believe. At least I think we did at the beginning of the game. I believe that was talked about. Um, just the way we play basketballs. You talked about how everybody seems to be able to kind of pull their own weight, at least in the starting five. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I don't, I don't see a break hurting this team. It's not like we've got a bunch of hot guys out, you know, guys that have just been shooting lights out or something. They just, they're playing basketball. Yep. So, oh, it feels so nice. I don't want to get too, like, I don't want to get too happy about it, though. You know? Yeah, but it's kind of hard not to. Though. Oh, it's very hard not to. But I'm just like, I, I feel like at any moment, I know, I know how Tennessee bas- or Tennessee athletics work. At any moment, this could all come crashing too. Like, who knows what happens? Yeah, anytime that Grant Williams or Admiral Schofield, get, Schofield gets knocked down, I'm just like, holy crap! <laughs> like my heart drops. I'm just ready for someone to, you know, go rob a pilot at gunpoint or something. Yeah. Something, something, something I was crazy about it, but I, nah, I something crazy bound, like something crazy is bound to happen, like the, the Jansen Jackson kind of thing. Yeah, like, <laughs> some, like something's got to, something's gonna happen. I, I know it. I can feel it. Or the the Tyler Smith, no, was it Tyler Smith, Ramar Smith, Jawan Smith? We are third in the country in assist. Michigan State's played two more games than us, though. Hmm. So, what was that thing that happened oh. with all those guys that got? It was like the one of the Smith guys. They robbed a car in a pilot, I think. Okay. Or maybe it was just a like a drug deal gone bad. I don't know. And then like I think they got pulled over. Or was that the football players? They got pulled over with cars with or with guns and they had scratched a serial number off. I don't remember which one that was. I don't remember either. I'll have to research that. It's fine. Yeah, hopefully that doesn't happen with this team. Right. It doesn't seem like we have any of those kind of loose in. No, no. This team's like this team's a bunch of nerds. Like they play settlers when they go on. Um, A Vandy fan um, said, "Wait till you uh, get in a Memorial Gym or wherever they play in at Vandy." And Admiral Schofield, he got one lock, and it was Admiral Schofield. Yeah, so, pretty dangerous right there. You got, I, I mean, if we're going to go ahead and take bets on that, I'm going to say he hangs 30 in Memorial. So. Yeah. I mean, if you want to dig your own grave, go ahead. I won't stop you. Right. I've got the story right here. Uh, it was Tyler Smith, Cameron Tatum, Brian Williams, and Melvin Goins. Uh, they pulled him over for speeding. They had marijuana in the car and a handgun with an altered serial number. Nice. Interesting. I see nothing wrong here. Yeah, very, uh, you know, very... Was it worth it? I don't know. I didn't realize that Brian Williams was one of the guys, though. But they all... Everyone got reinstated except for Tyler Smith. That was the one the day before the Kansas game, which we won. So maybe we do need some players to get arrested to... Just kidding. We already beat number. Or yeah, we don't need that. We already beat beat someone. Don't get don't get arrested. Don't listen to me, please. Yeah, we don't we don't want that. No. <laughs> um, looking at 
recruiting. I don't know what all. I mean, there we've had some pretty. It's funny because the last time we talked on Wednesday, which I still believe that this class isn't like incredibly overwhelming, excited, but a lot of good has happened since the yeah. last time we talked. Yeah, I mean, you, you've got people in the right places um, to be able to compete for early playing time. There was no bad surprises. No. So no one just like going off the rails and going somewhere else. Um, you got all the guys you thought you were going to get, and you got some guys that you, you know, no one really thought. You know, maybe the yeah. staff and everybody knew we were going to get those guys, but as media and fan base, you know, we had no clue. Right. So you, you get the you get the four star all purpose back, Eric Gray, um, who picked Tennessee on Thursday. Um, let me read some of his stats. They're ridiculous. It's, In like three years too. Yeah, there, he didn't. So he he didn't, only had like 300 yards of total offense or rushing yards his freshman year, but his career stats in high school rushing yards 8,187, um, 9.5 average rushing yards per carry, um, average yards per game 190, rushing touchdowns 124, and then total touchdowns 134. So wow, yeah, that he's ridiculous. Um, that was a great grab, and I mean, I'm not gonna say we stole him from Michigan. I mean, for the sake of making fun of Jim Harbaugh, we will. But yeah. I mean, he decommitted. He probably like there was a really really good chance he was not gonna go there, right? Um, because I mean, the weekend he committed, he was at Tennessee. So I mean, you expected him to go to Tennessee, but there was still kind of that maybe don't count him until he signs. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I mean, everybody kind of had a good idea of him. Uh, so he was a, I guess he was kind of. He was a little bit of a surprise, but like, yeah, I mean, like, the closer it got to signing day, the more you kind of sense that he was coming to. Yeah, yeah, but you know, still that. Yeah, there's always that in the back of your mind, especially as a Tennessee. He wasn't like a he wasn't a hard commit. Yeah, it's too good to be true. Right, definitely. Um, And then you added uh, Friday. You added a four star athlete, Gravaris Crouch, um, just a freak athlete. I think yeah, he set up most of this season. Um, with an injury, but uh, 2017, he had like 3,000 yards rushing and then 14 sacks, <laughs> something ridiculous like that. So, you know, definitely a guy. I think he's going to come in and play linebacker. You know, could he maybe be in some run packages? Absolutely. Right. You know, why not? You know, especially if Jeremy Banks is moving over to linebacker, then you really don't have that. Um, you really don't have that. Big bruiser at running back, right? Um, so that, that's somebody that can. Come did, I, in. did I miss that? Is he moving to linebacker? Have they announced that? Jeremy you, Banks. Yeah. Are you just assuming he does? I just i i get. I think that's been said. Okay. It may have. I'm, I may have missed it. it. I don't think it's been said by Pruitt, right? Um, but a lot of media th- definitely thinks that he's moving to linebacker. Gotcha. Um, and then they added. So that was a big get over Michigan as well. Michigan's just taking yeah. some else. The yeah, and then the um, you got a former five star defensive tackle Aubrey Solomon, um, who's transferring from Michigan to Tennessee. Had eighteen tackles, dealt with some injuries at Michigan. Eighteen tackles this season. You know it, it can't hurt to add more depth at no. defensive tackle, even if he's a bust or whatever. It can't hurt. No, he's a. I mean, he's a big dude. They they said that he's. This hasn't been reported, but I don't think anybody, you know, that would know exactly. But they said he's going to apply for a uh, hardship. Yeah. But he's from California. 
So I don't know what kind of hardship exactly he would be applying for. So I don't see it coming through. Yeah. I don't know. But, it, yeah, he, he might have to – he'll probably have to sit out this season. As as it stands right now, he will. Yeah. Um, but, you know, building those trenches. Yeah. And, we, I mean, we got some you – know, we talked about meeting the needs on early signing day. We, we, met, the, we met a lot of needs we need, we need to meet. Um, that, you know, obviously the stars and the rankings look pretty. We're now up to number 13 nationally um, after Friday was said and done. Um, six in the SEC, which isn't, you know, for where we finished in the season, that's pretty solid to finish six there. Um, same for the, that national rank. In February, you could move into the top ten. It's very possible. Yeah. Um, but a lot of a lot of good gets. The Crouch get, I think, is just, I mean, I think, a, you know, a lot of crystal balls started popping up, so I got excited. It was one of those, though. You just never knew it was going to happen. So, But to get somebody like that, um, at your school, yeah, and, coming, and no one knew that he was actually going to sign, um, or or make the announcement publicly. Right. He, he was supposed to do it at the All American game, and you well, know, for whatever reason, he just decided to shut it down. That's kind of what you talked about. I think maybe he kind of realized the schools that I didn't sign with are yeah. probably going to tell people. So right. he, you know, make the announcement myself kind of deal. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I'd, I'd say that had. A little bit of something to do with it, but he did it on like the local station, so it, it was definitely a big deal. Um, it anytime that anybody pulls out an orange hat and puts it on their head, I'm gonna go crazy. Yeah, it cracked me up. All the people that tried to be like too cool for recruiting this year, you roll in the uh, Crouch, the Gray, and the transfer of Solomon, and everyone was like, "Oh my God, this class is incredible!" And I'm like, "Okay, so pump your brakes here." Yeah, like 24 hours ago, you were like, "I don't want to talk about recruiting. I don't care about it. Mm-hmm. We got to win on the field." And now you get, you know, a couple four stars in your over the yeah. Moon. And you know, I think this is big for this staff and tells you a lot about this staff. Um, you know, just their ability to recruit because you know. It was Jeremy Pruitt's full class, but, you know, some of these guys haven't really, you know, didn't really get that reassurance offer right? Um, from Jeremy Pruitt and that staff. So he, you know, he wanted to evaluate some of those guys and some of the guys were just like, I'm not going to camp with you. I'm a senior. I'm not going to go camp. You know, I already have an offer. If you don't want to reaffirm it, then I'll go somewhere else. Yeah. You know, and there, there was some like that. I feel like, Especially in-state prospects were kind of were like, you know, this is how good I am. I don't have to do that. And some, you know, some came and camped and, you know, Jeremy Pruitt either reassured that offer or was like, we're going to go in a different direction. Right. So, I, you know, there was some of that um, going on, but you definitely saw how good of a, you know, putting together the recruiting class that, you know, met the needs. Yeah. You know, you needed offensive linemen. You needed defensive linemen. Um, and you got a lot of those. So, we got the beef. Yep. And oh. it's it's not a lot of guys with a bunch of ACL tears. No, those guys are going to, you know, you expect if Wanye Morris can get healthy, he'll be a day one starter. Um, there's some other guys in this class that could definitely be day one starters. Jackson Lampley, um, you know, defensively, Savion Williams, you hope, kind of comes in here and can be a day one starter. Guys like that, um, yeah, that definitely have the size to do it. Um, when is Darnell Wright? Because he's—I thought he was an early enrollee, but is he not? He is not. Okay, he is he um, supposed to make his announcement 
at the All American <clears throat> game, but he is not signing until February. Okay, gotcha. I could I couldn't remember if he was or not. Um, so was, speaking of that, that's um, you know Tennessee's probably biggest recruit going forward. Yep, definitely the the biggest guy on this board. You know, other guys that you look at and be like Tennessee could be in the running for it's four star outside linebacker Henry Tioto. He's from California, so it's but it looks like it's between Alabama and Tennessee. Um, so you know, I wouldn't be surprised if some Southern Cal or UCLA, you know, maybe try to keep him in state. We'll see about that. But um, then you got four star defensive end Chris Bogle. Um, is a guy that looks like he's going to Miami, but, you know, he's been on campus of a ton um, in Tennessee, you know, just once, you know, they're not going to let up on mm-hmm. recruit him. Then you got three-star inside linebacker, which I think is the biggest need going forward um, is an inside linebacker. So if you're not able to get, um, you know, Henry Tioto, I think Chris Russell from Dyersburg is, is definitely a guy that you can look and, you know, he was – he took a picture the other day wearing, um, you know, decked out in Tennessee stuff. So I think he would love the opportunity to come here, um, but he's not signed until February as well. And then you got a four-star wide receiver who's been on campus. Um, the staff's kind of winning home with. That's R.J. Henderson. He recently decommitted from Oklahoma. Um, so we'll look kind of to see if there's anything there. You know, it's definitely going to be hard to get guys out of Texas and stuff like that. But if you're able to, you know, keep them um and a lot of these classes are going to fill up so you know is there room for that kid on on a certain roster right we don't know right so i think tennessee is definitely going to hold some spots for you know darnell Wright, henry tioto chris boggle um and if they're not able to get those guys then you know they'll look elsewhere yeah a lot of good guys left in this february signing period too that can like we just mentioned boost this class uh, rankings even higher and get into that. You know, I fail in a little bit, but I think overall I look at this class and I go, you know, you, you signed a lot of just a lot of the best players in the country. You signed, you, you signed uh, a lot of the needs that you needed to meet. For me, this is a real, I mean, this is a good signing class for Jeremy Pruitt's first real period. Right. He, He had all of 2018 to sit in house with these parents, these families, um, players, and you did, I mean, you probably had to go kind of off script from what he's normally, because, you know, the situations he's been in, Florida State, Georgia, uh, Alabama, they've all been, you know, picture-perfect scenarios. You go and you recruit how the board tells you to. This one you had to go out and you had to really beef up that offensive line. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of same for the defensive line. Needed some more talent in there. Um, after a five and seven season, after a five and seven season, and so I mean, you might have had to move some scholarships where you might normally offer uh, a few more skill position players. Well, you had, you know, you had to go in and really, you had to add depth in your recruiting class to your offensive line. Yeah. So this had to be tough. This had to be tough to do, but I think they did a really good job. I'm not going to sit here and tell you we're going to win a national championship in four years, three years, because yeah, I couldn't tell you. But can I, you know, could this class get better? Yeah. But I think they did it a lot better, or I thought they—I think they've done really good and a lot better than, um, you know, just if this class was, you know, top five didn't meet your offensive line needs. Yeah. So starts with the offensive yeah, line. Yeah, it's not like the Derek Dooley years when he refused to recruit offensive linemen. Right. 
It's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Actually, the opposite, because we're still trying to catch up with that. Yep. <laughs> so, thanks. Thank you, Derek. We had to offer, like, 10 offensive linemen, yep. you know, out of 25 here. We appreciate it. Yep. You're a, you're a real But I, I think where you winner. go from now is you got to recruit the guys in your own program as well. Yep. Um, you know, you want to keep Marquez Callaway. You want to keep Juwan Jennings around. So, you know, what can he pitch to Tennessee to convince, you know, these guys to stay one more year? Mm-hmm. And that's huge, I think, because, I mean, there's so many good – there's still so many good players that could, could leave. and But, to, you know, keep guys like uh, Jawan Jennings who, you know, he's a leader just kind of naturally. Um, so, for young guys to come in and him be, be around is huge. Guys like Jawan Jennings. Right. Not just him. But guys like that who are just kind of natural leaders that – especially the way he plays. I mean, guys are going to look up, look up to that and learn from him. Um, and I mean, I definitely want, wouldn't mind our players uh, playing with a, more of his passion. Absolutely, we had a team full of Juwan Jennings. <laughs> I don't see us losing very many games. No, you win it. You probably win a national championship right there. Yeah, <laughs> just clone him and put him on the, put him on the offensive line. Right, he'll fight it out. He's you're you're not gonna beat him. You might kill him, but you're gonna die too. Yeah, like you may bury him into the ground, but you're going with him. So, I'm fine with that. Yeah. Let's do it. Let's just clone 22 Juwan Jennings. Play a game. Or more. I don't care. I'm down for whatever. It's like the NCAA game. Just make them all the same. Oh, like Juwan the, Jennings. What about, like, the mascots? How yeah. they're all the same. They're all the same. Yeah. yeah. That, that's what it would be like. I'd love it. Would absolutely love it. Um, often, you want to talk some offense coordinator news? Yeah. The no news? There, yeah, there's not really a lot of news. I think the biggest news is Kendall Browse looks like to be off the table. Looks like he's headed to Florida State. After a very um, lackluster performance against Army. Yeah, so was looks like he was kind of out of it. Yeah, that was a uh, – I mean, I'm sure FSU is kind of like, well, shit. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure there was definitely some head scratching going on when um, after that game was done with. Yeah, um, I would guess so. But, you know, we missed that game, too. So. Well, yeah. I think we both picked Houston. We did. We did. But, you know, props to Army. No, I mean, I, and then for a team like that to hang 70 on you, it's pretty bad. Yeah. Pretty bad. Uh, so, I think the defensive coordinator has to be fired, right? Surely. You would think so. You can't let a triple option team hang 70 on you. Right, that's brutal. I love it, but it's brutal. <laughs> I think um, I heard some news. Um, it's not really news; it's kind of like a rumor that um, Tennessee really has a mutual interest with Steve Sarkeesian. Interesting. So I don't know where that you know where that goes, um, but I don't hate the hire. I don't love it. I don't hate it. <laughs> I mean, I'd, I saw Joe Osefe at the game yesterday, and I wanted to get a picture with him, but I, I didn't. I should have. But he's with his parents, so I was just like, eh, nah. But I was like, dude, RPO guy. <laughs> That's what I wanted to be like. I just wanted to talk R- RPOs with him. Just pick his, pick his brain a little bit, see what he's got. Give him a little brief interview, if you will. There you go. Tell us all about your RPOs, please. Yeah. I, was, I should have just done an interview right there. 
be like, hey, you know, more important issues. You know who we are. We know who you are. It's probably not true. You probably don't know who we are. But now you know. You don't know now you know. Now you know. Exactly. Just get our name out there. There you go. But I, I mean, other than that, there's really, there's nothing. We, we and do, I don't, we do have a question. Surely um, something will be announced like early January. Surely. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe it'll be like the, maybe like we've just done a better job of keeping it quiet, but maybe it'll be like the Kendall Brawls thing. And after their bowl game, they'll be like, oh, I'm done, by the way. So, uh, get, get Bent Vol um, says, what is the potential time frame for OC hire? And who do you think the leader is in the clubhouse as it stands today? As it stands today, I'm hearing a lot from Steve Sarkazian, Joe Osevet. Other than that, I don't think anybody knows. Right now, I'm, and that's just rumors. That's nothing like set in stone. That's not even. I don't even know if they've had an interview with either one of them. Basing off of past coaching searches, which you don't, you can't always do that. But that's all we can go off of right now. It's probably an in-house hire, and probably after the new year, you'll get it announced. Yeah. So, I don't see us going outside hire now at this point. You never know. I just don't. It's Which is really going to make people upset that it took right. this long to hire somebody that was already on the staff. Right. But, whatever. You know, Bruce said it wasn't a big deal. Um, you know, and then you look back of, of Phil Former, it's not the X's and O's about the Jimmy's and Joe's. You know, he's worried about recruiting. Yep. And getting guys in here to, you know, to increase his talent on this roster. Yeah, you weren't going to win with Jesus Cross as your OC next year if that offensive line didn't improve to start. Right. We got we got a lot to improve on for sure before we can even talk about and calling plays. The offense is it going to vastly improve over a year? Probably not. Mm-mm. Couldn't see it happening yeah. unless you just get five trace Can it be better? Line. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. But do do you see a huge improvement? Probably not. No, I would I would agree. We're not going to score forty points a game next season. <laughs> I don't think we probably ever will with Pert here. No, probably so, not. Yeah, unless he so, just decides to completely change. So, um, yeah, he he just has like a change of heart, and we just throw it 50 times a game now. The Mike Leach approach. Let's do it. You know, why run it when you can throw it? I mean, I'm all for that. <laughs> I don't ever run the ball in Madden. It's no. stupid. What's the point? Unless I'm just trying to just get the game over with. Sim that bad boy. Hmm? Sim that bad boy. I ain't running it. Shoot, I'll, I'll run it. Give me a speed back and give me inside zones and I'll do that all game. I'll kill the clock. I can kill the clock throwing it. <laughs> Sling that bad boy around. Um, looking at bowl games that the balls aren't in, yay. A um, couple <laughs> more got played this weekend. We almost made one. Or this past week. Almost. Um, lost to Vandy in the toilet bowl, so I guess that counts. What about the belt ball at the beginning of the season? Does that count? Yeah, sure. <laughs> we got our ass kicked in. Yeah. But well, we did get Crouch from Charlotte. So we did. You know, maybe we had to take one for the team. Our luck turned there. Yeah. I mean, it probably would have helped if we would have won that game. Absolutely. Whatever. Definitely would have. Yeah. Um, looking at all these bowl games, we were off on a few of them. A lot, yeah. So I was looking at that today. Um. You picked, we both picked, sorry, Hawaii, who got beat by Louisiana Tech. In Hawaii. Come on, it's a home game, guys. Yeah, that's just. That's terrible. That's bad. Come on. Um, you did pick Troy. I picked Buffalo. 
I thought Buffalo, Buffalo almost mounted the complete comeback. Couldn't do it, though. We both picked Houston, who got their ass waxed. <laughs> um, you picked Wake Forest, who won. I picked Memphis. Both picked BYU. Finally, I got a winner. Um, we both picked Toledo. Bad look, Toledo. Bad look. Um, Florida International, come on. Come on. Um, we both picked USF. and You know, Florida International will always be that team to me that fought Miami. and they- Yeah, that's all I can think of. <laughs> that's all I can think of. That's it. Did they fight? Did you say Miami? Yeah. Was it Miami? Yeah. I thought it was another, like... You know USF, like USF. I'm pretty sure it might. Have, I don't remember. I remember. The, I remember watching the fight. Like there was some crazy shit happening during that because like people were taking like other people's helmets off and slinging them at other people. Um. Yeah. It was people were like curb stomping. It was Miami. Yeah. People were like curb stomping in cleats. Like that's terrifying. And slinging helmets. Terrifying. I mean, there was definitely some falling on helmets in that scuffle. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, people were throwing helmets at people. Yeah. So, yeah. I guess the hel- I guess they didn't fall on the helmets. The helmets fell on them. Yeah. So definitely. That, that's how that happened. Um, yeah. That's that's all I can think about. Um, there's we already picked the Wednesday games. I don't know why we decided to do that, but we did. Um. So we really don't have anything else until next. We don't have any more predictions to make. Until- we did the Boston College and all that. Yeah. No, we did. Yeah, we both picked Boise State. Or I think you picked Boise State. No, we both did. Both picked Georgia Tech and both picked TCU. I don't All know right. why we decided to do that. I don't either. But we'll give you the rest the next time we see you. Yeah. So. Oh, shit. Sorry about that. Oh, shit. I'm not sorry, actually. I am. I'll be sorry. I was just in the mood. I just want to predict. Exactly. That's what I'm here for. Exactly. It's uh, I haven't really watched many of the bowl games. Um, because there's not been any great ones. I watched. I watched the end of that Buffalo one. Got pissed. Um, I watched a little bit of the Memphis Wake Forest game. I watched the Army game. Did you? Yeah. That must be fun. I watched a little bit of the Middle Tennessee Appalachian, Appalachian State game until it got out of hand. And I was like, okay. And I think we watched some of the Tulane game. Yeah, we did. Yeah. So, bowl season. Tulane. Bowl season. Don't quiz ball. Don't quiz. Going to Go. Tulane. South Old Lum. Not yet. Not yet. He's not graduated. That's right. Sorry. <laughs> he will be an alum. Hopefully. <laughs> you would think, I mean, if he's going to a school, you'd think so. Yeah. Um, New Orleans. Dude, I like their jerseys, but whatever they were wearing in the bowl game looked weird. They had like two different blues on, I think. I don't I know. Don't, something was weird about it. I don't We're, like the, the helmet. It just looked like it wasn't colored. I don't know what was wrong with it, but yeah, it definitely looked weird. Um, but I, I do like the light blue. I don't like that the the green wave. You don't like the green wave? Well, like I don't like their their mascot is the green wave, and like most of their uniform is blue. Yeah, it's very weird. <laughs> very strange. Whatever. Um, you ready to move on to segments? Yeah. Most important of the week. Uh, you go ahead. Where you you go? go. Yeah, you got it. All right. So, um, army, army okay. is my most important of the week. Um. Their first 11 win season in school history. So, congrats. Oh, wow. That is huge. That's pretty wild. Congrats. Congrats. I love it. Put them in the. Why are they not in the top 25? I don't know. Why are they not going to the playoff? Yeah. I think they're. 
Hot take, they'd beat UCF. Hot take. I agree. I'm with that. I'm with that hot take. Um, My most important. In America. America. Yeah. Why, yeah. why would they not? Yeah, come on. That's terrible. Um, Mine is the Titans fans today on the bridge, or I guess yesterday. They played yesterday, right? Yes. Um, Did you see this video? Of them doing the... I did. That's yeah. awesome. That's awesome. That should be a weekly tradition. Yeah. That's the only cool thing the Titans have ever done. Yeah. That's so, true. I don't know why it took you this long to do it. I mean, I know why you're doing it after the team celebration last week, but that should be an all-the-time thing. For sure. And more most importance, Christian McCaffrey. Okay. Becomes the third running back in NFL history with 100 receptions and 1,000 yards rushing in the same season. Can you name another two? Nope. Wait, what was the stat? 100 uh, receptions and 1,000 yards rushing. They're recent running backs, so it's not like right. Joe Schmo. Um, I'm going to go Adrian Peterson for one. Nope. No. I was like, I don't think he would catch enough in a season. Yeah. Out of the backfield. Out of the backfield. Um, maybe Ray Rice? No. How recent? Like, I think one just retired, and the one, the other one's retired for a couple of years. Hmm. I don't know. I'm trying to think of like older catch out of the backfield backs. I don't know. Who are they? Matt Forte mm. and Ladanian Tomlinson. Oh, nice. Ladanian Tomlinson. Make... Ladanian Tomlinson. Oh, I can't say it. Makes LT. sense. Just LT. LT. Fail the week. Fail the week. I have. Oh. I have. Wes Rucker. My he, man. He tweeted Column. Judging a signing class in February is risky. Judging a signing class before the close of December's early signing period is just plain crazy. He works for 247 Sports, whose big thing is recruiting, who rates classes all year long. And I think rate is another word for judge. I'm rating someone or judging someone. So, uh, why are people... That, I thought you said rape, and I was yeah. like, whoa. Why are people paying for your service if it's well like what's the point of rating them yeah what are you doing man i don't get it don't get it my fail of the week josh norman and taylor lewan <laughs> post game so apparently i can't stand taylor lewan i, I don't him. i don't like either one of them um so i wish they would have just fought and like they both just like it was like the Jawan Jennings, Jawan Jennings things when he takes you with him. I just wish. I mean, they both kind of looked like they didn't want to fight, anyways. Like Taylor Lewan had a chance to fight him. Josh Norman had a chance to hit him, and nobody swung at anybody. Yeah, I just so I guess they both did lose. Taylor Lewan has definitely become like he's definitely got the big head. Like it was funny when he was just like a a funny redneck. Yeah. He's annoying, dude. But now, yeah, it's just like, for when you play with the Titans, not a great franchise. And I can say that. I'm a Panthers fan. We're a terrible franchise. Terrible front office. 
So, and then, for one, you won, so why are you not celebrating with your teammates? Yeah. And, you know, Josh Gordon, he just has a short temper. He's going to try to fight anybody, which I don't really make sense. He got beat up by a quarterback. He's a big quarterback, but you still got beat up by him. And they got rid of you. So, WR Redskins. Yeah. WR um, Redskins. I was going to say something about the uh, fight. I don't remember now. Oh, well. Oh, well. I think I have another fail. Let me look. Oh, Tennessee TN underscore Williams. To those of you, he said this on the 21st. Um, to those of you that think we're signed. To, you, to those of you that think. Corvarius, Wait, is this stupidity or is this fell a week? Fell a week. Okay. Corvarius Crouch is signing with Tennessee today. I hope you strapped your cup on this morning. Because the kick in the nuts is exactly how this ends. Tennessee fans expecting any other outcome haven't been paying attention in the last 10 years. That aged very poorly. Yeah, that was, I saw that. that was I feel like you should just, like, I wouldn't have died on the Quarius Crouch one because, like, he started trending to us really late. A lot, too. Like, I think everyone kind of knew he was going to sign with us. Yeah. Like, it was one of those things, like, again, you weren't going to count it until it was in, but, like, you were like, he's more than likely going to sign with us. So I don't know why you tweeted. I guess he tweeted that just to be like, I told you so in case it happened. I don't know if he finally deleted it. I screenshot it. Those live forever. But yeah, so apparently like now with Tennessee Twitter or Vault Twitter, if you miss something, you have to eat it. Oh, yeah. And you have to delete your account. I think that should be the new rule. That should be the new rule. Yeah. So don't predict anything. Nope. Expect the the unexpected and the expected. Expect it all. Yeah. Just expect dumb. everything. Don't be dumb. Don't be a fail. And we're not doing this Twitter jail bullshit. Delete it. Delete. Yeah. Like, I should be able to get your at name if I wanted it. Yeah. Because you had to delete your Twitter. Delete it. And just because you give away random sign stuff. Which he probably didn't give it away. No, I wouldn't. It was dumb. Just delete your account. That's what everybody wants. <laughs> no one cares about your brand. Be the man of the people and give the people you don't what they have want. A brand. If if I had enough people sign my petition and say they wanted me to delete my account, I'd do it because I'm a man of the people. Yeah. So, by fans for fans. What's my number? There's a there's a, it's bigger than like five, but a few people sign a petition. I'll I'll delete it. All right, I'm starting one. Okay. Get a, get a couple thousand signatures. We'll talk. A couple thousand. I mean, Dude, like on the real, I think Chad Warwick would have a lot. If there's like 8,000 signatures that said Kayla Mitchell delete your account, I would probably do it, yeah. Like how many do you think would sign for uh, Chad Warwick to delete his account? Not that many because I think most people are better men than me and they just unfollow him. Whereas I'm like, I kind of want to follow him to see the stupid shit he says. Yeah. And then I get mad when he says stuff like that. I should have unfollowed him. But <laughs> yeah, no, I, I don't know. I mean, there were definitely people like, nope, delete your account. Quit being annoying. Yeah, so because it shows up on your timeline somehow, it does. Like it, like if you looked at it, if one of your followers looked at his page, it's like, oh, you might be interested in this. Like, yeah, not really. Yeah, God no. (laughs) Yeah, so like you know, a couple thousand, I'll I'll look at it. We'll get if if there's enough traction, I'll give you an exact number. But until then, not gonna worry about it. It's Christmas. I uh, snuck into the baseball stadium yesterday. Did you? And uh, just looked at it. I'll show you the pictures. We'll tweet this out at some point. So it's just a baseball field? It's just a mud hole. 
Just that was a because there's dirt on a baseball field. It was a joke. Yeah, it's a funny joke. Which I thought they were just doing the infield, but apparently they're doing the whole thing. I mean, if there are reasons that they were saying, then it, yeah, it makes sense to do the whole thing. Yeah, but I don't know. I'm gonna try to do my own helmet, but I can't find the bumpers, the Tennessee bumpers, by the way. Oh, so I can I can find that for you. Well, I know what service Chad uses, but don't think they're I think they're out of three D of the three D bumpers. Oh, really? For the Tennessee ones. So I don't know how often they make them. I don't know. That's gonna be my project this week, though. But we'll see. I don't Are you already painted. I'll have to paint it. I'll have to pull it like put the like where it shines or whatever. But it's just white. I have to paint the face mask too. Oh, did you buy the helmet? Yeah. Interesting. How much was it? A hundred dollars. I'm not going with that. So, we'll see how it turns out. Doing my first helmet, maybe this week. I don't know. We'll see. Taking orders? Not yet. <laughs> Mine will be expensive. Yeah. The bougie work. I like it. Guys, thank you all for listening. We'll get back at you sometime after Christmas. Have a very Merry Christmas. Enjoy the time with your friends and family. Be safe. Be merry. Be bright. And we're bringing the boat in. And we out.